Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Grit Podcast. I'm Mary Werdeman. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm really grateful you're here and honored that there's so many other things that you could be doing right now. Um, and maybe you are doing something where you're listening. I hope so. That's why I love podcasts. But I hope that um, I I hope that you're doing well today, and I so appreciate your being here and continuing your healing journey just by clicking that play button, just by you know downloading this podcast and listening to Tom Zuba's book that I've been reading is such a wonderful um, healing exercise, um, right? I mean, a path to healing is to consciously make the decision that you want to heal, or at least that you'd be open to healing, that you'd like to try to heal, or even just take one small step toward healing, right? And then it takes actionable activity. You know, it just, it, it's not going to happen necessarily by wishing. And because, you know, time does not heal all wounds. It's not a question of time necessarily. It's really a matter of what you do with that time that matters. So I want to take a moment to really appreciate you for that. I'd like you to take a moment and appreciate you for that. And, um, you know, this has been a huge gift for me to do this. And it's a huge gift to me that, that you're here listening. And, uh, and even more so when, you know, when you guys reach out to me and tell me that it helped. Um, wow. You know, that's really, that's beyond words for me. You know, I just, uh, I just want us to heal together, you know, and I'm honored and, um, grateful to be accompanying you on this path. So um, again, if you are either, if you're new, brand new, thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. I am reading from Tom Zuba's book called Permission to More. It's his first of two books. He also wrote the book Becoming Radiant. And um, we are up to chapter 20. So um, if you are just tuning in, I mean, so there's chapters one through 20 that you can go back on the podcast and find each one of them. They're um, categorized by chapter, chapter one, chapter two. So um, if you've been enjoy, or if you enjoy this episode or if you just tune in and listen to maybe yesterday's, yesterday's or the day before, you can certainly go back and um, and find all of the chapters that I've read. So. Again, thanks so much. And um, I am reading Tom's book, as I said, and now I am up to chapter 20. Take a moment to think about what you might like to hear today. I, I hope that um, I hope that it's been a good day. If you're brand new to to the to the death of your beloved, I my heart is just um, surrounding you with love right now, and I hope that something. Um, I hope that something resonates. And if this is a tough chapter for you to listen to, just take what you can and leave the rest behind. Just know that um, it might be something to file away for another time. So with that, my friends, I'm going to go ahead and read chapter 20 called Gifts Given 
and received. I'm not sure how I would have responded or what I would have thought or felt had someone suggested that there were gifts given and to be received following their deaths. Not at first, but now when life has softened and I have become more comfortable in this skin and with this life, I can say with such certainty and gratitude that yes, there have been gifts given and received. When Aaron, my daughter, died, I did not think I would survive. There was no light, none. At the end of the long, dark tunnel that twisted and turned and seemed to go nowhere, there was nothing but darkness. But in time, and with a lot of hard work, I did discover a gift. Many gifts, in fact. My daughter Erin helped me to feel whole for the very first time. When I held her in my arms, when I stared into her eyes, I felt whole finding that piece of me I'd been missing for many, many years. And I was grateful that she had been born, that she lived, and that I was her daddy always. And I discovered that gratitude opened the door to healing and love and life again. My wife Trisha's death was such an explosively catastrophic catastrophic, inexplicably paralyzing out-of-body experience that even though I knew I would survive, I wasn't sure I wanted to. I had done it before. I knew I could do it again. I just wasn't sure I wanted to. Along the way, I discovered that this time, that long, dark, twisting, turning-to-nowhere tunnel had a light at its end, calling me, pulling me towards it. I wondered, though, would there be gifts again? Could there be? Could I find them? And in time, with a lot of hard work, like before, I discovered there were gifts. She loved me truly, deeply, completely, as unconditionally as humanly possible. And after 13 years of marriage, I was finally able to grasp that truth. Trish loved me, simple, profound, life-changing. She loved me, and I loved her. And I loved being a dad, and in her physical absence, a mom. I grew to love, love, love parenting our two living children, Rory and Sean. I told them our lives would be different following mommy's death, but different was not bad or less. Different was different. And when Rory died, my fear was not for him, ever, ever. I knew he would be fine as his adventure continued. My fear was for me. I knew I would survive, but was not sure I wanted to, not again, not again. And I was surprised to discover that the tunnel, the long twisting turning tunnel was lit From the inside, this time the tunnel was lit so I could observe and participate. And that made all the difference. And the gift, one of them that I discovered was that I was capable of loving my most amazing son, Rory, 
deeper and louder and stronger with more fierceness, more tenderness and understanding and power, gentleness and completeness than I had ever imagined possible. I was able to love him big time and I did. And that made me so proud and so grateful. I'm not sure how I would have responded or what I would have thought or felt had someone suggested that there were gifts given and to be received following their deaths. But now, from the chair I sit in today, oh, there have been gifts. And I am so very, very, very grateful. Search for the gifts. They are there. And when you are willing, ready, and able, you will discover your gifts, too. I love that chapter. And I know that, um, you know, as Tom wrote that, you know, if you're, if if this, if this is new, if, um, if this is devastatingly fresh for you, that idea might be, you know, too much to hold on to, but maybe there's a seed that's been planted. I know it's been true for me. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about what, what I might say, and I do remember, you know, right away thinking, what, you know, and I've said this before on the podcast, but I was thinking, what has this all been for? And just racked with pain. Yet, on the heels of that, I also knew that my son, my beloved son, was not suffering anymore. He was whole, he was happy, he was complete. And as I came to realize, he was with God. That reassurance and that thought is so peaceful for me. That's a real gift, it's a huge gift. And then when my mom got sick just a few months later and um, my family asked me to come and help get her on her feet, because we thought she would recover from pneumonia Um, and still just in so much deep pain. um, I knew I had to go. I wanted to go, but I was so deeply, deeply wracked with pain that it was, I admit that it was difficult um, to make the decision. But once I made the decision, I was there and I will never, ever forget what unfolded over the three weeks that I was there with her and how it became clear that she wouldn't recover and how I, the experience of um, grief with Brian just gave me strength. It gave me, um, it gave me courage to be present with my mom, to do whatever I could do for my mom. And I did. I did. I'm very, I'm very proud of how, how I handled that, but that wasn't, you know, that was a gift. That was a gift from God. That was preparation. That was courage that he gave me. And I'm so grateful um, because I was present with my mom every step of the way. And I cared for her. I gave her morphine. I turned her. I, 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 I was, I just spent every loving moment I could with her. And that's a huge gift. And then, 
Lastly, when my dad got sick just a few months later, um, in, uh, well, he had been sick, but he was failing, and I had already had a flight reserved for a specific weekend, and I kept it because we did not know that his death was imminent. Um, but I was grateful to, to, um, to get on that plane because I didn't know what was going to happen. And, um, I got to spend about 48 hours with him and I held his head in my arms as he left this world, as he took his last breath. And again, it was such a gift, a huge gift. And then the path that, that these losses or these deaths have um, propelled me towards, have broken me open to, to gifts that I didn't know I possessed, to, to a different me, to someone more, more loving, more courageous, and more um, driven to be authentic and to, and to be present in love. For me, that's, you know, some people would say that sounds corny. But for me, love truly is all there is. And that's what I want to be immersed in. And that's what I want to give. And that's what I would, that's what I wish, that's what I wish to receive. So, but those are my gifts. Those are my gifts. I, I think that there are gifts or I want to suggest Potentially, there are gifts for you to find, too. Um, maybe as you sit, you know, maybe as you sit from the chair down the road, you will, you will see those gifts. As you look for those gifts, they will appear. If you're willing to look for those gifts, they will appear. And that, my friends, is the invitation to find the gifts that are there. I hope you enjoyed this chapter. I sure did. And I'm going to keep looking for the gifts. I'm going to keep looking for the gifts because you know what? They keep coming. Doing this podcast is a gift. It's a great gift. It's a wonderful, wonderful gift. And I'm so grateful again. So with that, with that, I wish you so much grace and I wish you peace. And I'm sending you so much love as you travel down your, your path, your grief path, your life path. Um, I wish you so much love and peace. Take really good care and I will talk to you soon. I'll be back.